You're listening to the Double A Balls Podcast with your hosts, Andrew Romanella. It is absolutely popping off. Do you know what we call that sometimes? Dick High Fun Balls. And Anthony Rinaldi. I'm going to say something crazy. How about being like a dog? Oh, at the buzzer. Oh, he missed it. Oh, OT. The show starts now. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. This is the Double A Balls Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Romanella. And with me on this Friday morning for the second episode in a row, my partner, Anthony Rinaldi. Andrew. That's called a winning streak. That is called a winning streak. Before. Has it? (laughs) On the phone, Andrew. How we doing? I'm doing well, Ant. How you doing, babe? It's Friday morning. We had some good Thursday night football last night. We have an exciting slate of week two games coming up this weekend. And we have some information that we weren't able to give the people midweek about this upcoming football season. So I know you're excited to get going here. Yeah, Andrew. I don't know about this technology thing. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, our, our podcast got cut short, but I'm looking forward to diving right in. Like you said last night, a lot of points scored, uh, which is not typical of your typical Thursday night games. I mean, right? I remember last year, we had a lot of these dud games. And we're kind of like about well, Thursday night football, but I mean, the schedule so far looks like Thursday night's going to be a lot of a lot of these uh, a lot of these division rivalries, which always always brings about some good football. And the Bengals, Andrew, I mean, 34 points. Are we for real? That's that's the first question that came to my mind when I was watching that game last night. And before we dive deeper, I'm going to remind everybody, Dab Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, the Dab Podcast is presented by DigMeNation.com and VM-Sports.com. Head over there and check out their great deals. I wanted to ask you this question right when we got going because I wrote down a few teams last night that I was trying to figure out if they're legit or not. And the Cincinnati Bengals were the first team because of the 28 points they put up in the first half last night, as you just mentioned, the three TDs to A.J. Green, and the fact that Andy Dalton, Anthony, probably to me, two weeks into this season, looks the best he might have looked in his entire career. All right, listen, I think he threw, what, four touchdowns last night? He had like 300-plus yards. I mean, the guy... I thought the Ravens' defense was going to be good this year. Obviously, they had an easy contest against, you know, Nate Peterman, Mike Allen last week. So that might have given me a false sense. But to watch the Bengals go up and down, you know, with Joe Mixon, they got some speedsters, John Ross on the outside. They got A.J. Green. Um, I think the Bengals might be for real. But again, I mean, the Bengals always seem to be pretty legit, at least a a formidable contender. I got to see in the playoffs, Andrew. And between Andy Dolan and... Marvin Lewis, I think they have a whopping bagel for playoff wins this year, or in their career, zero. And I heard this question the other day, and I was laughing because you were getting on me during episode 35 about overreacting on week number one. Overreaction week one. And I heard somebody ask, do you think this is the year the Cincinnati Bengals win the playoffs? 
Are you kidding me? It's not going to take one win on week one and a, and a really good Thursday night win for me to say the Bengals are, could win a playoff game this year. It's going to take me watching the clock run down in that playoff game to actually believe that the Bengals are actually going to win a playoff game. So this, to me, is one of those teams that I have to keep saying, slow the overhype machine down, especially after last night. And there's one thing I looked at, Ant. It was the second quarter through the fourth quarter because if you look at the numbers and you look at the way the game unfolded after the first quarter of that football game the Baltimore Ravens outscored the Bengals 23 to 20 now you can't excuse the Ravens for having a terrible first quarter not being able to stop a thing and you have to give bang the Bengals credit for that game plan they came out with they were moving the ball fast it was a great balance of passing and, and run game all that stuff but for 75% of that football game, the Cleveland, excuse me, the Baltimore Ravens won 23 to 20. It's a really good uh, division, Andrew, too. I mean, let's get the Steelers. They're always hanging around. They got the upstart Browns this year, and obviously Cincy and Baltimore. So those are always going to be some heavy hitter games. You're going to see a lot of, of pretty nasty football. You see some, some good football. I mean, A.J. Green, I need to do score another touchdown this morning. I mean, dude's on fire right now. But again, like I said, I don't think I don't think we can just judge it off a, a win against Indianapolis and then a team like Baltimore traveling to Cincinnati on a short week. I feel like the home team always has an advantage on Thursday night football just because the away team, you know, a lot of these guys aren't healthy yet. A lot of guys take Thursday till Friday to get right from the week before game. So I'll chalk it up as just uh, uh, you know, Flacco looked a little a little hesitant, a little erratic in that first quarter. He saw some weird throws. That pick he threw wasn't really wasn't really a, a Joe Flacco type uh, move, but he forced the ball into Michael Crabtree, and he got picked off. And there goes uh, Cincinnati up seven nothing already, and they, they score again. It goes up ten nothing, and that's all she wrote, Andrew. You know what can I tell you? And it comes back to: Are the Cincinnati Bengals legit or not? Anthony Rinaldi, give me that answer. I'm going to say they're playoff contenders, but they're not going to win. They're not going to, they're not going to win a Super Bowl this year. So but they stay consistent. They'll be like 10-6. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be a good squad. Listen, they'll be, they'll be up there, but I don't think they have the, I don't think they have the, the quarterback play and, and the defense that'll take a deep, that'll make a deep postseason run like a Pittsburgh, like your uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, like your New England Patriots, your typical teams like uh, that you see in the, in the uh, AFC conferences that always always seem to be there. But listen, it's they're a, they're a consummate good team, and if Marvin Lewis can you know get his t- get his team fighting for him, we may see a little Cincinnati action in the playoffs. But I don't think they're going to win anything, Andrew. Before we move on to the other teams that I want to know if you believe if they're real or or are they not? Did you miss the color rush jerseys on Thursday night? Because I did. I was going to say, they looked pretty boring. Yeah. Um, what was that? And before I answer that question, let me ask you my own question. On this criteria of uh, teams that are real or not. I mean, are we talking like playoffs? Or like our, no. I, I can, I, in, in this case, I'll say Cincinnati is for real. Contenders. They're good enough to go to the play. Yes. All right. I'll say they're, I'll say they're contenders. But uh, they're not going to win it. But they're, they're, they're up there. And what I mean by contenders is I don't mean contender to – dethrone Tom Brady. I just mean all year we could probably talk about this football team. Okay, uh, I like that. But yeah, I, I say I say Cincinnati is a is a believer. I'm, I'm, a, I'm in the believer 
category for Cleveland, uh, for Cincinnati. I think they're going to do some good things this year. All, all right, I like that. I like that change of pace. So let's keep going. And just to preface yes, this. Andrew, I did miss Color Rush because those things are awesome. Awesome. I know. I love the, the, the orange that the, the Miami Dolphins had last year. Arguably one of the, my most favorite jerseys I've ever seen them wear. But, hey, listen – the NFL has its own reasonings for things. We've questioned those for as long as we've had this podcast. So wh- wh- why why am I going to stop questioning anything in the NFL? After the podcast, I'll get on the horn with Goodell. I'll yeah. find out what the deal is. Hey, listen. I'll, I'll get back to you. We appreciate that as a podcast unit. So to preface the rest of these three teams, every one of these teams went 1-0 and last week. And I don't know if it was a surprise to everybody, but it was just one of those 1-0s and where you actually have to ask yourself, are these teams legit so the first one obviously you answered Cincinnati secondly the Kansas City Chiefs and your boy Patrick Mahomes get on the train Andrew buy yourself a Mahomes jersey get excited this kid is going to light it up obviously you know he threw a lot of these little one yard two yard clips to Tyree Kill who took 80 yards for a touchdown but hey it took us a touchdown for whether he throws 80 yards on a rope or he throws a one yard one yard to the guy who runs 80 yards He's still getting that. The, the kid is electric. He's got a, a howitzer for an arm. You know, again, it's, it's Andy Reid. The guy's always prepared. You know, week one and after a bye, I think Andy Reid is like 4,000 and zero. I mean, <laughs> the guy is just prepared. He knows how to coach. Except for in the oh. Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, like or I said, the playoffs. <laughs> right. He, again, he's like, he's like Marvin Lewis and the, and, and the, and the Bengals. They're, they're a consummate team. It's always going to be, you know, going to give you their best. They're going to give you 100%. And, but they're just going to fall short. You know, whether it's coaching, whether it's talent. But I'm going to say the Chiefs are for real, Andrew. They always say four teams every year get, you know, new, four new teams make the playoffs, four old teams kind of get bounced. And I think KC will be one of these surprise teams this year. Uh, I like the, the conference they're in. I think, like I said, quarterback and coach is uh, A-plus a on both ends for me so far. Obviously, it's one game. Can't be too overreactive. I think Pat Mahomes has played two games in his career or started two games in his career. So we'll, we'll, we'll slow the hype train down, but I believe they're contenders as well. The only reason I disagree with you is not because of Patrick Mahomes and it's not because of Andy Reid or the offensive side of the football. I just don't know if they have enough on the defensive side to hold up and be able to contend. Because, I mean, if you think about it, that, that L.A. Chargers team is supposed to be a good football team. Don't get me wrong. But they gave up 28 points to that team and didn't seem like they really could stop much. And that's what scares me because you note how good their division is and you note the fact that they haven't had a lot of success in big games in the past. I know that the Alex Smith effect, we've talked about that before, is no longer there. But for me, I can't make them a contender yet, Anthony, until I see what that defense can do, you know? Yeah, no, listen, defense is always – that's one-third of the game you have to have locked down. They they seem to be more of a sieve these days on defense. You know, they have a tough test against the Steelers next week, week two. So we'll see right then and there if they're for real, Andrew. All You'll right. Get your question answered on Sunday. That's the, I think you're right about that. And and I also get some questions answered about Ben Roethlisberger and how long he's going to play the rest of his career because he looked terrible week Man, one. He is such a crybaby too, man. Oof, but, boy, hey, we're not even going to go down that road. No, not, not yet. My third team for you, and this is an interesting one, the Washington Redskins. Uh, the team no one's talking about in my NFC East, Andrew. I just looked at their odds, actually, to win the NFC East, and they're plus 450. You might have to put some bananas on that. <laughs> I, like, bananas. I, like, I like that team. If they can stay healthy with uh, Jordan Reed and some of their playmakers on the outside, if Chris Thompson can stay healthy and Adrian Peterson is, you know, not the, obviously not the old Adrian Peterson because 
there's some wear and tear on that on that tra- on those treads. But I mean, Andrew, that team looked. I mean, Arizona is not good, and their quarterback situation is uh, is as murky as it gets over there in Arizona. But I mean, with all these uh, you know all these teams that play up here in the north in the cold, once it gets uh, December, Andrew, I like the Redskins. I'm also going to say they're a contender. They're a sleeper contender out of the NFC East. You're the ultimate overhype machine. You're the That's ultimate. Right. All these teams Over. go one and out, and Anthony's like everybody's in. They're, they're everybody's <laughs> making the playoffs in my in my world. Everybody makes the playoffs. I'm gonna except, give, for, except for the Cowboys. They suck. The fair enough. I'm gonna give you the same reasoning for the Redskins that I give for the Chiefs, but. It's more so general with the Redskins. I just need to see it more consistently. I didn't believe it coming into the season from all three sides of the football, offense, defense, special teams, head coach. I'll put a fourth side of the football on there. I don't trust Jay Gruden at all. I don't trust either Gruden. I don't want either of them coaching my football team. That's neither here nor there. But I need to see it consistently at all phases. I know that's a really general answer, but... What can I expect from a team that I didn't? I thought was going to be six and ten coming into the year? I see them one, win one football game. Their offense actually looks legit. On October first, Anthony, if you ask me this question again, I think I'll be able to give you an honest answer. So right now, I'm I'm saying that the Redskins aren't a contender just simply because of the consistency factor. I gotta see it. You're right, and uh, I, I actually like their defense. I think their defense is a little underrated this year. They have a great linebacking core. They have uh, they have the DBs with with Josh Norman, so they're they're going to be bull hawking. They're going to go after you. They're, they have some pass rushers. I, I, I like their DNs. I, I really I, I think that I know it's only week, like I said it's week one. They played a pretty bad team in Arizona, who I think tra- had to travel you know west coast to east coast, which obviously always is a for a one o'clock. I think it was a four o'clock start, so it didn't really matter the travel time. But um, I, I like I like Washington this year, Andrew. I think they're going to surprise some teams. I agree, but but we'll see if they can do it consistently, and that's my biggest thing. All right, last team here. And I know we have some fan questions we want to get into because we didn't get to do it on EP35. And we have to give the people, Anthony, today our what-do-you-got picks. We have to give the people because they need to know what they got to watch this weekend. But before we get into all of that, my last team, that I, I need to know if Anthony Rinaldi believes they're a contender or not is Sam Darnold and the New York Jets. Is Sam Darnold in the Hall of Fame yet? Yeah. Has, his, has his bus been started in, for Canton? For some, I mean, I lo- for some you fans. You've got to love the Jet fans. Um, I'm going to say, Andrew, I'm going to be short sweet. No. The Jets are not contenders. Out of, out of, one, out of, one out of four can't be contenders, Andrew. Um, no. But listen, that was a great start for the Jets, obviously. Sam Darnold throws his pick six, the first play. So his Jets. First throw, his, yeah, so Jets. His first throw, crosses his body, across the field. Dude takes it 40 yards to the house for a touchdown. But that's that's the makeup of the kid. The kid doesn't care. He's, he's going to come back. He's going he's gonna to forget it. He's going to move on. And he's going to throw you some touchdowns. And the Jets put up a 48 spot, I think. Something like that in week one against the Lions. Again, not a good team. Not a good start for your new coaches, Andrew. 0-7, I believe. All the new head coaches. Yeah, rough week, rookie coaches. Struggling. Um, so I'm going to say no, just because the Jets are still young. I'm not sure the weapons. Uh, obviously, Crowell running the ball was nice. Him and Bilal Powell was nice one-two punch. Good combo. Robbie Anderson can make plays. I don't like the guy for his personality, but you know, as long as the dude makes plays on the field, I guess he's going to be he's going to be out there for the Jets. You saw your, your number one was hurt. Curse. No real tight end to speak of. O line a little bit banged up. Not really a solid unit just yet. 
but I'm going to say we're, we'll see good things out of the Jets. More than five wins from last year, but I don't see them making the playoffs with a rookie quarterback. But I think they're going to have, I think they're going to have a solid season. And Jets fans definitely should rejoice knowing that they have their quarterback for the next 12 to 15 years. Yeah, I think exactly the same thing. You're going to have a better year this year, and I hope it's not the expense of my Dolphins coming this Sunday. But Ooh, big week two matchup. Huge. Where you're going to have a better year, but I don't think it's a contenders-worthy year. And I think that's completely okay because the most important thing coming into this year was taking that next step in development, one as a defense, two as an overall offense, and three with whoever the heck was going to be your quarterback of the future. I think that's Sam Darnold. So I'm going to get right, go right into it because you, you started talking about Sam Darnold and the ups and downs he went through in one game. But how much the Jets fans love him? Well, I asked our fans, Anthony, if they thought that Sam Darnold was the real deal. And 75% of, of our fans said, yes, he was. And I'm going to take this a step further, and you're going to be very interested by this. I asked, who would you rather, Jared Goff or Sam Darnold? Now, mind you, Jared Goff in his third year, Sam Darnold only started one game. 67% of the people said they'd rather Sam Darnold over Jared Goff. Interesting. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to chalk it up to this East Coast bias. Um, I don't think we have much of a following yet on the West Coast venue. So a lot of these L.A. Ram fans are like, oh, whoa, whoa. And plus, you saw a nice jump, Jared Goff, from year one to year two last year. Obviously, this is going to be a big year. Uh, the Rams have put a lot of chips into the table here for Super Bowl run. Hey, all those guys on defense. And listen, when you hit on the quarterback, Andrew, and you, on that rookie salary, you can pay a lot of players and you can get a good team around you. And the Jets have that Jets have that mold in place. The quarterback is there. Defense is a little suspect. Uh, obviously, they got four picks off Matt Stafford and one off the, the backup. I don't even know who's a backup quarterback in Detroit. Doesn't matter. He got it. He threw a pick two to the Jets. So they're coming off high. Uh, I'm going to say still give me Jared Goff, but I do like me some Sam Darnold. Not going to lie. I think he's going to be legit though, Anthony. And I, I, I agree. You're you're probably spot on. It is East Coast bias. And right now, I'm taking Jared Goff over Sam Darnold. It has nothing to do with the experience. I just. I really like Jared Goff. I, I really, really liked him coming out of Cal. I really, really liked him, especially when Sean McVay took over and he got rid of Jeff Fisher tenure there in Los oh. Angeles. But to bring it back to the New York guy, Sam Darnold's going to be legit. The Jets found a quarterback, and I think you said it, for the next 15 years. And I think that was what was so impressive of watching that game last week was he throws the pick six. I'm laughing. I'm sure you were laughing. I'm sure everyone that's not a Jets fan is laughing and going, oh, my God, this is the most Jets thing in the entire world, yada, yada, yada. Then all of a sudden, you don't, you can't even blink, and the guy looks like he could be the rookie of the year candidate or he could be a perennial all-pro or he could be a perennial pro bowler or whatever you know distinction you want to give him. At the end of the day, the New York Jets nailed it. I would have loved. Uh, I think I should do this in my spare time. But I would love to see the time, the Twitter timeline, from when Sam Darnold threw his first yeah. pass to the end of the game. Because I'm sure Jets fans went from, "Oh my God, here we go again!" to, "We're going to the Super Bowl." He put his bust in, in Canton. This quarterback is the best thing since sliced bread. I mean, it must have been the emotion of Jet fans from snap one to the end of the game must have been hilarious. And if you're a real Jets fan, though, Anthony, you. 
knew the reason why Todd Bowles sent Teddy Bridgewater to New Orleans and made Sam Donald the starter was because he could get over things like that. But I think it was the average Jets fan or the average football fan in general that was like, oh my God, it's going to be great. He's going to be so terrible. I can't believe this is first pass pick six. I think the the real Jets fan, the good Jets fan, the guy that understands it, probably looked at that and said, okay, now let's see how he bounces back because according to this coaching staff and according to this organization right now, this guy is so smooth. He's as cool as the other side of the pillow. To quote a famous ESPN broadcaster, Stuart Scott, and you saw Rest it. And they were right. Stuart Scott. Miss that guy. Yes. Yeah, man. Rest in peace. And anytime I get to use that statement, it's because it's true. And that's what Sam Darnold was against the Detroit Lions. Now, fast forward to this weekend. And I'm going to have you give the people your what do you got game pick. But right before I say that, we'll talk a little bit more about Sam Darnold and his game this weekend. But fast forward to this weekend. I'm not saying that the Miami Dolphins are a powerhouse defense or anything. But since it's an in-division game, I think you're going to get a lot more gut check answers on him. Yeah, anytime you play, obviously, they're going from optimal conditions out there and under the dome of of, of, uh, of Detroit. You know, listen, the Lions are what they are. The defense is suspect. Their only pass rush got hurt, so there wasn't too much pressure on Darnold. And obviously, I think uh, I think your coach was Adam Gase, the coach yes, over there in yes, Miami. I think he's going to have uh, his fun at you know dialing up the blitz on the on, on the rookie quarterback. You got to see what he what he can take. And, uh, you know, a healthy Tannehill. Listen, I, I, I like your Jets' chances going into the Meadowlands. My Jets' chances or my Dolphins' chances? What did I say? Your Jets? I meant your Dolphins. You oh, know I mean. that hurts to hear out loud. I was talking about Tannehill. So, you know, I was talking about the Dolphins. I might have said the Jets. Andrew, it's a Friday. I can make a mistake. Where are you going with your what do you got pick this weekend? What do you got? Where am I going? I'm just a homer, Andrew. I'm going to stay. And I'm probably going to just be the people to watch the most most hated rivalry in, in my household and a lot of eyeballs will be on the tv because it's the 820 game andrew it's giants versus cowboys in a big nfc matchup because nobody wants to start 0 two andrew and frankly i need to see my team bounce back uh, jacksonville was a tough matchup week one i don't have much ex- i didn't have much expectation for that game but i thought we could pull it out and we almost did we did a stupid you know muff punt that caught nothing cost us the game because we're still trailing but i'm gonna go giants give me my boy I want to see the matchup between Saquon and Zeke Elliott. A little Big Ten, a little Big Ten old school rivalry. Penn State, Ohio State. Uh, Dallas's O line's banged up. I'm not impressed with their wide receivers. They were suspect game one. There, there's no tight end to speak of. No security blanket for Dak. Uh, I want to see the Giants go out, get after it. Listen, we've been struggling against Dallas these past few years. Uh, Seems that they have our number. Uh, that was a whole different Dallas squad, though. There's no Des Bryant, no Witten. So the defense is all right. Not, nothing to speak about. They got some pass rushers, but if I don't like get right, Andrew, give me my Giants. Saquon, 115 yards, two touchdowns, hell of a game. Giants win 28-20. And, and especially with 28-20, I like it. Especially with when you look at when we just had the conversation about the Washington Redskins. When you look at the Washington Redskins and them possibly being a real football team this year that could compete, you already have the Philadelphia Eagles. In that division, you you said it, and you texted it to me during the pre-show, and you texted it to me yesterday, and I think every day this week, you cannot go 0-2 in this football game. And I think that is absolutely why it's probably the biggest game of the weekend. Okay, I'm going to stay being a homer as well, and I'm going Jets and Dolphins, and two reasons, and it's short and it's sweet. I want to see the Dolphins travel. 
I'm always curious to see how the Miami Dolphins travel because historically that's a rough team that travels because they're coming from Miami and they're usually going to places that are completely different weather. That's the first thing. I'm always curious on how my football team travels. The second thing is, and we just mentioned it, I just want to see Sam Darnold in division. I just want to see it. I'm taking Kenyon Drake as my performer for the Miami Dolphins because I need to see that running game continue to develop. The elephant in the room is we traded Jay halfway through the year last year to the Philadelphia Eagles. That's the elephant in the room. Kenyon Drake took over. He's done really nice things in the last, I think, 15 or 16 weeks he's been the starter, including last year for the Miami Dolphins. But if you want to win against the New York Jets – And furthermore, you want to be an actual, legit contender with the New England Patriots and the AFC East, you need a running game because then Ryan Tannehill can actually be a plus-plus QB for you. But if you're putting the ball in Ryan Tannehill's hands 40 times a game and asking him to drop back and make plays, the Miami Dolphins are going to be in a really bad spot. Yeah, you definitely want to get the good. I believe they call these RPOs these days. Run pass options. Pass options. You really want to get Tannehill going. He's mobile enough, and you have Kenyon Drake, and uh, you also have Old Man Gore. Man, don't don't hate on Frank Gore. That's a running game. Ran, don't mix it up for ran, you. Don't mix it up for you. Ran the ball well, but the way you look at uh, at Frank Gore in this offense, he's just going to run between the tackles. Ian, get get you your three, four, five yards, maybe break one here. And that's exactly what they want. 12 to 15 carries a game so that the speed and the ability, the athleticism of Kenyon Drake kind of it's a, it plays off each other. And, and I'm going to say this to you because I want to finish the fans too. And those are our what do you got. So obviously, take a look at that. Watch that Sunday 1 p.m. and that's a Sunday 8.20 start. We're going to update the what do you got scoreboard for you coming into the next show. We have it all updated for you, so we're excited to let you know how bad we both are but how slightly better Anthony is than Andrew either way to finish off the fans because we already talked about Sam Darnold and we gave you our what do you got games to watch well I pulled some people Anthony and three different people said the Giants and the Cowboys the Jets and the Dolphins and the Jaguars and the Pats were the top three games this weekend, and I couldn't agree more. I like I like all those choices. Obviously, again, I'm gonna go with our East Coast bias there with the Jets and Giants, and a little bit of uh, Tom Brady. Who doesn't want to see Tom Brady? The matchup of the AFC Championship last year, Jacksonville was what quarter away from going to the Super Bowl, Andrew. Yeah, and I think a lot of us agree with a better quarterback would have won that game. Uh, I mean, listen, I thought they were gonna trade for Eli a long time. You know, <laughs> once, once Eli got benched last year, I thought for sure yeah. Tom Coughlin was gonna make a phone call. I'll take that quarterback down here, and we'll see what happens. But but I don't – this is the one I'm going to disagree with you on, though. I don't know if it's East Coast bias. I, I mean, look at the divisional games that happened this week, and we already talked about one today that happened last night. That's – those are those are two big divisional games because the, the fact of the matter is the Buffalo Bills aren't competing with the New England Patriots. So it's either A, going to be the Jets, or it's going to be the Dolphins. And everybody in America, I don't care where you live, is interested in watching Tom Brady potentially lose. So when you know the Bills are already out of it, you see both the Jets and the Dolphins win, I'll take my bias out of it too. I'm probably looking on the outside looking in going, huh, I wonder if when, when whenever one of these teams goes 2-0, which whatever one it is, I wonder if they're legit enough to actually make this division interesting for the first time since 2008. I mean, it's been, it's been the Tom Brady-Bill Belichick show oh. out there. 
on the AFC East forever. And hopefully that comes to a close with the Sam Darnold error and or your boy, Ryan Tannehill. I don't care if it's Ryan Tannehill, if it's Chad Pennington, if it's somebody I don't know is even on the roster yet. I just need to see it come to an end. Yeah, listen, nobody wants to see Tom Brady and Bill Belichick repeat again. But clearly, I think that's the way, sadly, that's the way it's going with the AFC. But listen, Jacksonville gave it to him everything they had last year. Uh, I think Fournette is going to play. He's banged up with his hammy. Uh, so it's it's going to come down to that defense. You know, how could, can they cover Gronk? Are they going to, can they get to Tom Brady? You know, can you disrupt that, those little check downs to Rex Burkhead and James White? I mean, it's going to be an interesting game. And uh, I like uh, watching both games. You know, they kind of had a, they were kind of steamrolling the Texans. Uh, Tom Brady was back, you know, before the fourth quarter. They made it a one score game. I don't think it was that close. And you saw what the Jaguars did to my Giants, you know, put up a 20 spot. Uh, I think I think he's got to score more than 20 points to beat Tom Brady. But with, with that defense, Andrew, you never know. That's the truth. And I, and we appreciate the fans for chiming in on what games they did want to watch. I, I just found it so interesting that they were in lockstep with us because those were probably the top three games, in our opinion, for a few different reasons. Okay, you have a speed round, Anthony. You get 10 seconds each question. I have Two questions for you to finish off our fan bowl questions of the week. Are you ready? No, I'm ready. Okay. Question one from Sean Wodell. Should the Pittsburgh Steelers keep James Conner or trade high on him? No, you got to keep James Conner because obviously I don't think Le'Veon Bell's coming back maybe for the end of the year. He won't be back next year. James Conner, you can move going forward. He could be your, your star number one running back next year and for years to come because he's, he's a, I think he was a rookie last year, so he's got plenty of trend left on those tires. And he's a cancer survivor, which I think is one of the greatest stories uh, you, you've ever seen. He's one of those menches. You know, he's one of those guys. He's just an all-around good guy. Okay, last question. Finishes off fan poll question segment on this Friday morning, episode 21, Dad. Your favorite question probably of all time comes from Jen Romanella, my sister-in-law. Yes. Yeah. Does Saquon Barkley live in the squat position? Easy, easy answer. Yes. <laughs> Have you seen that those man's quads? I mean, <laughs> I think he does. I think he just goes up and down stairs all day, just go just squat, and just building up those massive, massive quads. And I think he, I think he uh, squats uh, thirteen hundred pounds, whatever it is. It's something crazy. It's it, absurd. It, it is beast. absurd. He's a beast. Jen knows he. Jen knows. I think he, I, I think Jen has Rocky staying in the squat position. Yeah. I, listen, if, if, if it made my legs look the way his legs look, pff, I might start doing it right now. He's got tree trunks for thighs, man. He does. Well, listen, this has been a fantastic Friday morning dab. 21. 21st Friday morning dab. That is crazy. But we always thank the fans. Thank you for your input. Thank you for helping make the show possible because without you guys – There is no Dab Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Romanella. That is my partner, Anthony Rinaldi. Andrew, tell your friends. Tell your friends. I I don't care what you say. We got to talk baseball next week. Yes. We got to update the people by Yankees. Oh, boy. Here we go, Andrew. Playoff baseball down the stretch. Let's go. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. All right. I'm late for work, bro. I'm out of here. This is the Double A Balls Podcast. Remember, we are sponsored by digmenation.com, vm-sports.com. Head over to our Twitter and Instagram, Dab Podcast on both, and, of course, the website, dabpodcast.com. For my partner, Anthony Rinaldi, I am Andrew Romanella. We thank you, the fans, and we are out.